Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Authentic S Fuck podcast. My name is Sun. This is Yelena. Hi, Yelena. Hello. So Yelena's been working on some carousels that I'm going to share my screen. We're going to take a look. And Yelena, you're going to explain to us, right? What? Okay. The first one. So the red one is one that we worked on and that failed. So <laughs> the fail, the now we one. have. Okay. So why? So can you explain? Yeah. So why good people suffer the most? Have you heard good things happen to good people? Imagine a good person saying no. And the response is, you're the only one who can make me feel better. You're the best at this. I couldn't do it without you. People are mean. You're the only one who understands this. It's not my fault. You made me do this. The truth is, manipulation happens to good people unless they learn to recognize it. I think it's pretty good. Really? <laughs> okay, so can you can you talk about it a little bit? Sure, I can. Mm -hmm. um, so we have like two versions. Like below that is different ending. Mm -hmm. So. Um, so what to let me see my notes of course um well how did you come up with that first of all uh well i was see, um, this is kind of like the idea like of like how, how did you come up with that people ask me yeah. that all the time so how did you come up with that <laughs> okay uh so i was thinking um yesterday i was uh listening to one lecture one um i'm in one community that it's about psychotherapy and the person uh asked the question can uh can empaths be manipulated so so this was was a question in the in the chat box in the chat so this woman uh, replied to that question like of course so I mean, yes. <laughs> so this was the answer. Um, and then I started thinking about that and actually how, um, how I am, you know, I trust people easily. So I needed to, to learn to be observant. Mm -hmm. uh, so I think, I think about, I thought about that. And the third thing was uh, one member from a community. I think it was Moaki. Uh, he shared uh, one. No, it was it was Azuka. Azuka shared a video uh, of a guilt tripping. So a guy was in a uh, in a pet store. It's a funny video, and then he needed to pay with his uh, card to pay a bill. And then they say, before that question, do you want to save a dog and donate $1? Like, yes or no? And he said, yes. The next question, so you don't want to save the dog? <laughs> and he said, no. <laughs> and then, do you like dogs? <laughs> and he said, yes. <laughs> uh, and then, but you wouldn't save a dog uh, if uh, if they need a dollar to be saved. 
like and do you have double negation and do you have a guilt there and you know mm. and then uh so the this uh, device is like waiting like you have dots and then dog is dead are you <laughs> are you satisfied now <laughs> <laughs> okay, continue. So so I was thinking about that and about guilt tripping. Uh so after that uh, guilt tripping then I was thinking about uh, an example. So if you have an empath, they they can be easily guilt uh, tripped. So I was like, mm, what would be an example to put in my meat truth sandwich? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so you just thought of a lot of guilt trips. Yeah. Yes. Actually, then I went to ChatGPT. And then oh, I did. asked okay. ChatGPT, yeah. Uh, how to explain uh, a kid by an example uh, what is manipulation mm-hmm. something like that and then they reply something that I couldn't uh, use so I then said give me uh, types of manipulation or something like that and then I just used these examples so these these uh, sentences I just shortened them a little bit uh and that's it okay you have this other part here that now now i'm seeing yeah so then when i finished it mm-hmm. uh i talked to leah she's also a member of our community mm-hmm. and uh and small group leader uh, so after discussing with her this is her suggestion maybe that this might be an option as well to say um, that she would like a person to know that uh, that actually whatever it is, you need to be like observant on that. Whether you play along or you're resisted, mm-hmm. just keep your eyes open. Okay, <laughs> I think so. You came up with the so what you did was you you came up with phrase after phrase after phrase that that are common, right? Like you're the only yeah. one, like you're the only one who can make this better, or you're the best at this. I couldn't do it without you. Yeah, you're the only one who understands. Um, things like that, right? And. Yeah. What helped me was that I was using sentences that I could uh, relate to personally. So that was mm-hmm. something that uh, I would have a problem to kind of uh, resist if someone would yeah. say, like, yeah, only you can help me. Then I'm like, mm-hmm. how, to, how to say no to this? Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... <clears throat> let's go a little bit deeper so what do you think is the lesson like because i think it's um i mean I, I think the carousel is good to be honest okay 
because it's, it's a good example and it's going to be you know people are going to be like what but at the end maybe um it's a little bit weak of an ending because mm-hmm. of there's not no clear lesson lesson so so this is the for the person who i guess is the one who's you know who's always the good person right that's who you're talking mm-hmm. to <laughs> and what do they not know yeah um what they don't know is that uh, if they don't pay attention they will be manipulated so if they don't take ownership on what is happening or what might happen they will be manipulated so that there's a large chance large it's quite obvious that it's pretty common for this to happen so what i want them to know is that this um, will not resolve on itself unless they notice it. This is what I would do, actually. (laughs) Okay. So, there's like a common saying like in the, you know, people that are like freelancers and copywriters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. They say, you know, because a lot of clients will tell them like, oh, you're our secret weapon. Or like, uh, like you're, you're, the, you're like the best kept secret or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the, for the freelancer who's like the behind the scene person, it's like, ooh, <laughs> I'm the best kept secret, right? But that's not really a compliment, right? Because best kept secret means that nobody knows you. Nobody knows about you. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you're you're not reaching your potential. So it kind of reminds me of that phrase, right? When when somebody says to you, right, oh, you're the only one who can do this, or like, you know, <laughs> you're the only one who can help me, or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's manipulative because you know it's making you feel special at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. But um, it's using that leverage to get what they want, right? Something like that. <clears throat> so then, like, some, someone started saying, like, um, you know, stop being your... Uh, stop being the best kept secret. Yeah, stop being your client's best kept secret or something like that, right? And that mm-hmm, kind of caught on. Mm-hmm. So the, this is, like, similar, right? So the I would use the words because you see how... When you say stop, when you say stop being your client's best kept secret, right? I don't have to give other context. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm, in a deeper mm -hmm. level, because first of all, you know what? You know when when I what I I mean when I say client's best kept secret, right? It's it says all of that, like the client saying to me, "Oh, you're our best kept secret," and it's like, "Oh, making you feel special." And so it says everything that I want to say without having to like spell it out. Right, because mm-hmm, I use the phrase mm-hmm. "best kept secret," 
something like that. So here, <clears throat> and then it's kind of like anchoring without using repeating it. Like, so for example, like I, I feel like a, maybe this is what I'm starting to see. This is why this session is good because my brain is tur turning. Mm -hmm. The way, if I was anchoring, I would use it like this, right? Um, like maybe something like being, being, uh, the best kept secret is not such a good thing, right? Like stop being your client's best kept secret mm -hmm, <laughs> or something mm -hmm, like mm -hmm. that. Right. So the, in order to anchor it, but since best kept secret on its own, people already know what that means. I don't even need the first part. Do you understand what I mean? Okay. Something like that. When it's like a really common phrase that people understand, just by using the phrase alone, mixing it with what a, something else you want to say. But anyway, how would it so apply here? Yeah, that's <laughs> what I wanted to ask you. So here, what I would do is I would use you as the anchor word, right? Like, you are the only one who can... Who can fix this? <laughs> mm -hmm. You are the best at this. I couldn't do it without you. Something like that. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to say that. Like that's repetitive. People, I mean, you're the only one who understands. Like, you can just say you're the only one who understands. Okay. It actually, it's, it's actually stronger because now it's more broader. And it's cleaner, right? So let's, let's take a look. You're the only one who can fix this. You're the best. I can do it without you. See, this one doesn't really fit for me. Yeah, it's a little it, bit different. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to take it out. <laughs> okay, this crossed my mind as well, but I was like, nah, let's leave it there. But what I'll do is I'll separate this one, these two. Because I feel like you're the best at this. Mm -hmm. And then you can also do, I couldn't do this without you. Okay. You know, like now that we're talking about it, mm -hmm. it's true, right? Like when I look at the the most successful people that I know, if I think about the most successful people that I know in business, they're all really good at uh, working with people's egos, right? Like mm -hmm. propping them up. Oh, it's like, uh, do you know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I think that therefore they... They know exactly how to push the right buttons to get people to do things for them. And that, that's why they're mm -hmm. successful, right? Like if they're a boss and they can get a lot of people, employees to do things for them. And then actually like a lot of talented people do have a lot of ego. Maybe ego is attached to like 
you know, them trying to prove themselves or something like that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But they're easily manipulated because <laughs> their buttons can be easily pushed, right? And that's... Yeah, I mean, they search for validation and that's what they give mm-hmm. as well. I mean, I guess. But anyway, the reason why I was... I was so I, I showed you an example of how, how I would make that more clear, the examples. Mm-hmm. Now we're writing that out. I pointed out the you, you, you. Like, have you reached any conclusion on what the lesson should be? Like in your personal life, how how, how did you deal with it? Or how would you deal with it? Well, if someone is um, too sweet, uh, it instantly kind of trigger my awareness of, if is this person what does what this person wants from me so mm-hmm. so um i'm let's say more cautious to notice if if i'm just uh, paranoid or there is something to it so because somebody's when somebody's lifting me up like i'm better yeah. than other yeah so I don't trust. <clears throat> I learn not not to trust that or something. So I guess to see like the, this is like the dangerous point of the thinking. This is where people start mm-hmm. to diverge into the overthinking, yeah. and we go we we stay away from the topic because like if you we start talking about that, then now we can start talking about how. Um, we shouldn't like chase validations from other people and yeah, the validation you know it's everything is related so so this happens to me all the time so now i need to kind of constantly go back and now i just looked at the carousel again and the whole point of this carousel is about good people right so we're trying to debunk mm-hmm. the myth of good things happen to good people it sounds like that's that's the myth we're trying to debunk so um is it <laughs> yeah yeah so what what you ask me can you say one more time so is remember the, what you asked is the myth we're trying to debunk uh good things happen to good people mm-hmm. is that correct yeah is that the myth that we're trying to debunk so what's the truth Bad things happen to good people. (laughs) Good things happen to good people only um, if they know how to recognize um, something. So, what's something? Yeah, I didn't know how to (laughs) say this in words. (laughs) You can't say something. (laughs) Okay, okay. (laughs) Okay, thank you for your advice. Well oh, do something. <laughs> what should I do? Do something. Yeah. Um, I want to be as precise as possible, but... Uh, yeah, just talk it out. Don't... Whatever you're thinking. Yeah, yes. yeah. 
I'm thinking about to see to if they know to read between the lines or mm -hmm. um, I'm thinking um, if they are, if they are aware of their weaknesses so they not be they cannot be like uh... what does that have to do with being good because the, the 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 thing that we're debunking is good right like good yeah good things happen to good people right so i want to be good people um i want to be good <laughs> right so if i'm being good then like now debunk that how can i be good yeah. but not that <laughs> right yeah. do you understand what i mean uh, yeah so actually what i meant when i say yeah. good people it was a phrase behind what was uh behind that was empathic person mm -hmm. so uh if you're empathic it means that you will empathize with someone's uh, pain or mm -hmm. you will empathize that you can help someone mm -hmm. uh so that's why you are sensitive for those that actually want to exploit yeah so do you feel like when somebody's like, oh, Yelena, you're the only one who can help me. And then you're like, no, <laughs> no, thanks. Bye. <laughs> How do you feel? <laughs> like. It depends how they say it. But sometimes I have the rush to like need to rush. Like, yeah, why <laughs> someone else? <laughs> but uh, depending how they say it. Uh, so, but you know, I like take it easy. Let's see what's what the issue is. Let's mm -hmm. see what are our options. So I'm kind of cooling things down, and let's let's sit and see um, what are our options, and if I am in that equation yeah, yeah. or not. So you have ways to deal with those kind of situations. Yes. Probably, like, over time, you've developed it. <laughs> yeah. You have different kinds of people. There are people, sometimes, a few times happen that, Hey, Yelena, hey. When I hear that, <laughs> I, like, I, my patients, I'm like, oh, what this person wants from me, like, I want to run away. So this is the other type of situations. Uh, so probably. But this is like times when you actually feel bad, like you're being a bad person by not saying yes or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So how do you reconcile that? Like, what's the what's the solution? What's the lesson? Um. For me personally, it's so uncomfortable to know to know that somebody is seeing me as uh, mm, let's say selfish or like I don't care. So this is something that uh, triggers really uncom uncomfortable feelings. Mm -hmm. So. But also, so what I needed to do for myself is to learn to tolerate 
those feelings. So just to stay with that, that yeah, this is happening. This is real. This is uh, life. Some people will take it like that. I need to accept that. So to talk that to talk that through uh, with some close people uh, in my life. So to learn to to accept that this is not real. That everybody can like me. So I need to tolerate that. It's like a, okay. So how is that different? Either. Being good or bad. So now let's really dive into the words. What's the difference there? Um, well, we can say good as in this example, like, but just for the sake of the example, good, empathic, bad, selfish. Or, <clears throat> or it's, is it, <laughs> but you're saying that it's not that, right? Because you're saying that good people, good things happen to good people. So yeah, I mean, is it's not like I'm being selfish? Being... Can you be selfish and good? <laughs> and um, and can you also be empathic and bad? Of course, of course. I don't think that being selfish is necessarily bad. But mm -hmm. in this example, because I chose this word in good people, uh, good uh, people. Uh, so maybe I should uh, name it differently, but I wanted to play with this phrase, good things happen to good people, because this is a common saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So a couple of things, like what's happening is good things happen to good people. And what you're saying is a lot of empaths that are like, oh, you know, you're the only one who can help, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, they're like okay, I, I'm a good person. So I'm gonna mm -hmm. good things gonna happen to me because I'm good, <laughs> right? That's what they're doing, right? And you're saying that yeah. that's not necessarily true. Am I right? Yes. Like that being like that is not gonna help you. Yeah. Like good things are not gonna happen to you just because you do. You're manipulated by these people, right? As an empath, so though. The, the point you're trying to prove is that you're trying to debunk the idea of good things happen to good people. And so the way I, what I would do, maybe like I should think about, talk about my thought process. Like immediately where my process would go is what's well, the opposite of that, right? Like now I have to try to debunk that. Okay, does that means like can, can empath who are manipulated by easily manipulated other people by other people mm -hmm. can they also be bad right or can somebody who's good also be selfish right and then like i can go in, i can go into multiple levels so what does it mean self because like it also feels like you know how i talk about feels like it also feels like for example i didn't fire somebody at, at my job because i was an empath and i felt mm -hmm. <laughs> i didn't want to fire mm -hmm. that person because I feel bad, yeah. but that was actually hurt, causing a bigger problem in my company, which was hurting other employees. Mm -hmm. You know, you understand what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So am I really, <clears throat> is that, what does that mean? That I'm a good person and, you know, that mm -hmm. therefore like it's, it's good things are going to happen to me. That's not, not really. Right. So that makes me kind of immediately go to a place where 
maybe people don't understand the difference between good, bad, selfish, selfless, and even something like strong and weak. Maybe like I wasn't really strong. I mean, I wasn't really good. I was weak at that point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right? What you want to be is you want to be good and you want to be strong. Right? You don't want to be good and weak. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And selfless maybe in a way that you don't care about your employees. That's selfless. Like, do you know what I mean? Because... Yeah, there's there's one quote. I think Rob posted it. Uh-huh. Uh, it was about that. Let me find it. Hey, Rob. So that reminded me of a quote that goes, "Don't mistake my weakness for kind. Don't mistake my kindness for weakness." Have you heard of that quote? Mm-hmm. Uh... Which which okay now I feel like is a good segue to the the first quote like good things happen to good people can you just hear this quote okay so rob's quote (laughs) okay rob Rob. (laughs) (laughs) the real flex is keeping your heart soft and your boundaries strong Mm. so this is actually what we were searching for yeah Yeah, something like that. Would you say that's the lesson for you? Well, when I look at right now, this this actually sounds like a lesson. I mean, this is the point. So good people need to learn to um, to still be, you know, empathic, but to have better boundaries. So this is a post about boundaries. Is that, do you think that's kind of what the lesson is for you? I mean, in general, I don't know if this, uh, if we can adapt this to our sandwich, but uh, this is the point, actually. Like, you know, to have boundaries, what comes in, what what is not coming in. Like a good immune system. So good immune system needs to let good things in and bad things out. When I look at this carousel, because the because of the examples that we're using, mm-hmm. um, uh, I mean, let's try it. Okay. <clears throat> So what what was what's the last lesson you said? Um, the the quote from Rob. I'm reading the quote. Yeah. yeah, the real flex is keeping your heart soft and your boundaries strong. What was the first part? Uh, the real flex. The real flex is. What does that mean? <laughs> I mean, we can go without that, the real flex, because uh, you know what means the real, you know, somebody's flexing, you know what it, this is. 
something like that. Okay. Good person saying. <clears throat> okay, so good things happen to good people. See, that doesn't work. We're probably going to need something else to anchor. Good things happen to good people. Maybe I, I would say something. I would add something like, I want to add... Um, we have to use the word good, right? <laughs> Um, maybe the, you know, there's a difference between maybe I'll say something like good is not the same like being good not the same as being weak, something like that. Do you know what I mean? Because then I think. Because then I think I can highlight this word. Manipulation happens to good people. Being good is not the same as being weak. No, forget this. Forget this one for now. <laughs> okay. Being good is not the same as being weak. Keep your heart soft and your bones very strong. You know how I would set this up now? So, mm -hmm. because we start with good things happen to good people, right? And here, being good is not the same as being weak. So, you, what I'm doing is I'm debunking the myth, but you mm -hmm. see how, like, it's the truth is not the opposite of the myth. <laughs> the truth is actually a little bit nuanced, meaning I'm redefining the word good, right? Like, what I'm saying here, at this point, people think that good means saying yes to all these things, <laughs> right? Yeah. Right? So maybe I'll say something like that here, right? Like, we think being good is saying yes to here, we don't need the quote. We're the only one who can fix this with the best of us.
Well, let's go with it for now. We'll come back. Um, I guess this can even work. The truth is. I guess this really makes more sense here. The truth is being good is not the same as being weak. Mm -hmm. I guess you can just end right there without this. <laughs> Did that work? Okay. Good things happen to good people. We think being good is saying yes to. You're the only one who can fix this. You're the best I can do without you. You're the only one who understands. The truth is being good is not the same as being weak. Keep your heart soft and your boundaries strong. I mean, this could work, but it's, I feel like it's missing something. And I think it's because, like, I'm highlighting the word you. Mm -hmm. Because I, I we were going somewhere with that, and then that doesn't make sense right now. No. Because, like, that's kind of like, there could be a different lesson there, too. Sometimes when, those kind of phrases, they're more of a seeking validation than anything else, right? Maybe it's mm -hmm. not like, uh, maybe it's not like, um, you know, guilt. It's not, it's not really out of guilt. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. oh, I feel sorry for that dog or, you know what I mean? It's, it's really out of ego. It's really out of, uh, you're the only one who can do this. Like, do you know what I mean? Yeah. But that, I've now that now that's a different carousel. You see? Yeah, you want we are okay. I see. So what I understood is that in one option that we are making right now is that uh, so people that are naive mm -hmm. that are only naive. So this is mm -hmm. uh, and empathic, so they can be easily tricked. Mm -hmm uh and they learn to say yes to these things mm -hmm. and on the opposite side is people that actually are craving for these yeah, uh, exactly. relations so i guess you would have to come up with two different examples mm -hmm. but i think it's much harder to make a metroid sandwich for the second one because no because the one we made is kind of the second one, right? Because then good things happen right. to good people. We think we think being good is saying yes to, you know, you're the only one who can fix blah, 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 blah. But the truth is you're just doing it for you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's actually okay. much easier, right? Because we, we set it up to be like that. Do you understand what I mean? <laughs> How is it so easy for you? I because mean... it's like we've anchored the word you, right? So yeah, when we... we anchored. Well, but the thing is because we anchor the word you already, you is already kind of like a narcissistic word, right? Like it, mm -hmm. it's all about you, right? <laughs> 
So it's easy. That's like an easy setup. But if we were to go with this one, right, being weak, it's not the same as being weak. Like okay, just just one more thing. If, for example, we choose the other way, you're doing this for you. So this is kind of a really good, uh, you know, good point. Mm -hmm. What would be that? But you see, this is what I mean. Ending? I just feel like when people are talking about lessons in life. They're not being specific enough. Everyone's being so general about boundaries. and But then when you dig into the boundaries, right? When you dig into why we have a hard time drawing boundaries. And, and when you dig into the word good or bad, right? When you actually dig into these topics, there are more micro lessons within it. And these micro lessons is where, how we know from situation to mm -hmm. situation on th in this situation, I should do this versus in this situation, I should do that like that. And those are the real lessons, I think. <clears throat> and the only people that knows those lessons are the ones who's been through it. So here, what I'm doing is I'm, I'm taking a lesson, okay. which is kind of broad, which is about boundaries, right? And then I'm breaking down the specifics of it. One reason why we might have a hard time breaking boundaries, like from your example that you're giving. And this is like, I'm making this shit up, right? Because you gave me the example of you. You're the, you're like, you're the only one who can do this. That makes me feel good when I hear that. Why does it make, why, why does it make me feel good? It makes me feel like when a client comes to me and says, son, you're our secret weapon. You're, you're, our, you know, you're like the, the world's best kept secret in marketing or whatever it is <clears throat> makes me feel good right but and, and it makes me work harder it makes me you know so mm -hmm. that's where that came from so i know that for me the lesson would be from my own experience like i have to i guess like maybe i learned this just repetitively is that i i learned to ignore praises <laughs> So when somebody praises me, mm -hmm. it doesn't really make me happy. Like somebody will come to me and be like, son, design's so good. I'll be like, but do you do yeah, you I ignore know. like <laughs> Okay? You... Let me ask you, do you ignore like every praise or yeah. some praises? You know what? That's a good question. I have to be extra careful about the praises that makes me feel good. Mm -hmm. And the, because like, for example, like when somebody praises me on my design, that never makes me feel good. Because like, I know why my design is good because I've been doing it for over 20 years. Like it's not gonna, it's not the thing that's gonna be like, ooh, thank you, <laughs> you know what I mean? Okay. But then if okay. somebody praises me on something that I thought I was bad at, right? Mm -hmm. That's gonna make me feel better, right? So those are the moments that I have to watch out. <laughs> Do you have an example? I guess like when I first started like doing this speaking, and people mm -hmm. come to me, like I think this is for me the process when i first started speaking and people would come afterwards and like ask me all these questions and well i'm like 
ooh, like me, <laughs> like flatter, right? And then mm-hmm. I, because I thought maybe the talk was not that good or something like that, right? Okay. So wow, and then. But then you know it happens again. It's like, ooh, like those are the moments I have to watch because like then I can get, let it get out of my head. But then after a while, you do it for a while, and then it keeps happening over and over. I think that's where like you start to build co- real confidence. Mm-hmm. Like that in that beginning stage is like I think where for me it's like the that's the danger of arrogance starting to creep in, and I think that has to kind of happen first. Before you get into real confidence, like I think if you're really confident, no matter how much people praise you or criticize you, it doesn't really affect you because you're confident. And okay, you know, what's the moment you, when you actually trusted? So people were saying, "Hey, son, your speech was so good. Thank you." And you're like, "Yeah." And do you remember the moment when you're like? Mm. Thank you. I'm good. Maybe it happens over time. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know. It wasn't like just one moment. It was okay. like a little less Would comfortable, you... a little less, it's more, a little more comfortable, a little more comfortable. Another question. Would you, um, would you, Right now, if you have like, um, I, I guess that even now, if you feel comfort, comfortable, comfortable in speaking, um, still, sometimes you are not satisfied with how you performed. So when yeah. you, but here's the thing, satis- right? I think it's not about whether you're hundred percent satisfied or not satisfied. It's more about how you're going to deal with it because I think this is completely off topic, obviously, but I think that for me, I've never once in my life achieved hundred percent satisfaction. <laughs> so it's, it's less about being hundred percent satisfied or not satisfied. It's more about being okay with not being hundred percent satisfied. Like every post that I do, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I wish I should have said this, or I wish I could change this, right? Like every time I do a talk, I'm like, oh, I should have said this, I missed this, or every single time I put something out, that happens. Every time I launch a website, it's like, oh, I should have done this. So nothing is ever perfect when it goes down. The question is more like, are you okay with that, right? So back then, if I'm doing a talk and I missed something, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe it's the end of the world. I missed this. I, I can't mm-hmm. believe I totally forgot mm-hmm. about this, right? But you do that talk 10 more times and you miss something every single one of them. Like after a while, you're like, okay, I'll, I'll get it next time. Okay. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> so did it happen because you <laughs> overall became more, um, more like... Um, self-accepting that uh, was this like part of your personal work or in every aspect firstly you have here's what I think right I think over time whatever you want to change about yourself right let's say you want to become more stoic or you want to become more um, proactive you want to become 
more outgoing, whatever you like, you want to become more fit, whatever it is, right? I think the beginning part is the most important because once you start doing it and you start to see evidence of it in the cycle, by then you're already on your way that you don't even have to, I don't even have to prove to you anything anymore. It's just the beginning cycle of getting you started as the hardest, right? So I see a lot of people out there going like, don't be a perfectionist, just you know, put out whatever, like, like what I say, start messy, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. But the thing is, uh, a lot of people that are saying that are not actually doing it themselves, meaning doing it messy, right? They, they want yeah. everything to be perfect or whatever it is, right? So, but the th- here's the thing, right? If they can just get over that part and they can just start three months into it, You've already become so comfortable with being messy that you don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? Like it's it's not like that. And from that point on, it's not like from that point on you have to constantly work at it. Because I think one once you've seen enough evidence of something, proof of something, I think you're so confident that it's going to work mm-hmm. that you don't need that assurance anymore or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So no matter what it is, like it's that that in the beginning, just sheer repetition of just forcing yourself to do it is so important. <laughs> like if you hate elevators, like if you have a fear of elevators, that sheer effort of like, like Jordan Peterson says, going standing in front of that elevator every single day and then getting a little bit comfortable now looking inside the elevator and then get a little comfortable, then go inside the elevator. Like keep doing it through repetition over and over until you get over your claustrophobic, until you're like fear of elevators. It's so Mm. important. What are you thinking about that? (laughs) I'm thinking about a lady that I uh, actually went uh, in the elevator and she was scared of the elevator oh and she went so, obviously uh, it's not yeah, that scared yeah she was <laughs> she was hoping that i'm going uh, more like uh oh, she didn't want to be trapped by herself or something yeah she she we were going along uh, along but uh, i needed to go out i didn't know that she was scared of elevators and she was like, yeah, oh, you it, it's uh, it's uh, that soon, okay. And I saw like, okay, do you want me to accompany you till you to your uh, stair, your mm-hmm. how do you say it? Uh, level? And uh, she said, no, 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 no. And I was like, okay, you have another moment to decide if you want. It's not a problem. Just you need to say it. Well, okay, please go with me. So we went together. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) poor lady. Yes, so I accompanied her to uh, her level and then got back. (laughs) Yeah. Going back to this carousel. So I Mm -hmm. feel like there's. So you you see how like the importance of 
reflecting and then kind mm-hmm. of thinking about it. And then when you actually write it, it gets a little bit more specific. So if we were talking about the lesson of good things happen to good people, well, there's a difference between good and being weak, right? That, And then mm-hmm. the other lesson is sometimes we think that we're good, like meaning we're empaths, but we might be doing it out of our ego. Like, And I think the example that we came up with, like, hey, you're the only one that can do this. You, 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 you. That's like a good example. Yeah. That can lead to a true sandwich about... Um, See, like, good things happen to good people. We think being good is saying yes to, you're the only one who can fix this. You're the best at this. I couldn't do it without you. You're the only one who understands the truth is. Here, maybe it's something like, um, the truth is, um, you might be doing those things because of you. Mm-hmm. And then something like, um, you know, like, I guess now I need to come up with the... Uh... Yes, now the thought thought process, what is happening now? So this is the... the... I'm trying to see, okay, because I... We're talking about the word good here, right? Good things and good people. So now I need to use, anchor that, like the word good, right? But it can be like good is not the same as, um, like, you might be doing it. Wait, here, maybe I'll do something like this. You're the only one who understands this. The truth is, you're doing, you are doing it for your validation. But it works better because I highlighted the word you. You're the only one, you're the mm-hmm. best. Well, the truth is, you are doing it for your validation. And then maybe here I'll say something like, um, Like, maybe like this, good might, like, in person, this is what I would say, like, make sure good doesn't mean, selfish or something like that, or make sure you're, you're not being good for self selfish mm-hmm. reasons or something like that right good things happen to good people we think being good is you are the only one you're the best do without you truth is you are doing it for your
Selfish reasons. Yeah. Something like that. Right? Mm-hmm. That works, right? And then the second one was, it, it was more about, um, what would you call it? Yeah, being good. So that then we need a be- better example. So you need to come up with a different universal truth. Like I can come up with a personal example, right? I can, like the one I gave you. Mm-hmm. I can say, I didn't fire this guy because I was being good. But the rest of my employees were suffering because they had to do extra work for it because of this guy <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> so I, was, I, wasn't, I wasn't being good. I was being weak. Mm-hmm. Right? And then you can talk about, like, if, if, you are, if you're being good, just, like, it, if you're actually hurting yourself, if, if you are, like, hurting yourself in order to be good, <laughs> that means you're not doing it because you're a good person. You're doing it because, because I don't know, of some trauma response or something. Well, yeah. Could that be? Could that be the 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 lesson? This doesn't mean that you're doing this because you're good. This is your trauma response. Yeah, maybe that. I mean, like, I guess you, you know, you can try to come up with like that's what I do in my life is I have to come up with these little tricks that can trick my brain. Even, and sometimes it's not that they're not hundred percent true. Right? For example. When I was like learning how to drive, my driving instructor said, when you turn left, it's okay mm-hmm. if your left tire hits the, the line on the left. Okay. But it's not okay if your right tire hits the right. So like I always turn a little bit closer to the left. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I, I need to. But that's a little trick that I, I was taught, right, when I was young. <clears throat> So in this case, the same thing can happen. The trick is this, right? Like the trick that I can tell myself is whenever I'm being good, whenever I'm doing, being selfless and doing something for somebody else. Mm-hmm. But if I'm doing something, even though that thing, doing that thing actually hurts me, if, or like <laughs> that means I might be doing it, it, it might be a trauma response or something. It might not actually be me me being good or something like that right i mean that can be one i don't know if that that will work but there's probably other ones too like for example um i think if you ask if you're doing somebody a favor and then right after you said yes you regret it that's probably a good sign Mm -hmm. that (laughs) you know you're you're not okay it's, it's that's not that's a probably a good sign that you're breaking your boundaries or something like that. Oh, you know when you when somebody you agreed to meet someone and mm-hmm. they cancel and you're like, oh yes, God. because they canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so this means yeah. that uh, you didn't want yeah. to see them in the first place. Yeah. So you can come up with uh, things like that. Can we make that? No, because, I mean, yes, we can. <laughs> what, okay, what is it first? Tell me. It, here's the thing, right? Like, 
-hmm. the more you do this, more you're going to realize that everything is nuance, right? So don't get me wrong. When I post something and then people are like disagreeing with me, like, son, that's not necessarily true, blah, 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 blah. Like, those are usually all things that I've also thought of first. So mm -hmm. what ends up ha happening is a lot of the, almost every carousel that I put out, I can debunk them myself. Mm -hmm. So it's it's I think it's really healthy to understand that even you can debunk your own posts, right? Yeah. So like what right when you say that, right? It's important that we don't get too excited, right? Because like, okay, so for example, if I go to a meeting and this person doesn't show up, I'm like, oh yes, thank God that person didn't show up, right? Right. That's a pretty. Uh, that means it's a sign that like that was crossing my boundaries or something like that. But there's also been in my life plenty of times where I went to a meeting that I didn't want to go in and it turned out to be an amazing opportunity or it turned out to be amazing. Mm -hmm. Do you understand what I mean? The same meeting that I would have been like, yes, that person didn't show up, right? <laughs> so I also know that there's other another side out to that story as well. Do you know what I mean? So until I've like dug it in fully, I don't like most of my character are things that I've already thought about so many times that you know, I've I probably seen it from all different angles already. Do you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But this topic right now we're talking about, I feel like I haven't really seen it from all different angles yet. Okay. And it, it probably makes sense because I'm not really good at drawing boundaries. <laughs> you know, that's why I need other people to draw boundaries for me. <laughs> okay. And you so see how like... It, it could be different answer could be different too right like what i found in my life is that the best for the best way for me is to actually find somebody who will draw that boundary for me rather mm -hmm. than me trying to draw my own boundary because i'm so bad at drawing boundaries and if i left it up to me <laughs> why do you think that you're bad at that but i think like the reason why i'm bad at drawing boundaries is not the same reason why I think most people are. Why do you think you're bad at that? I think I'm bad at drawing boundaries because I have no respect for boundaries. <laughs> like, and not just like, means. not just like with other people, I'm just meaning like in general, like, um, For example, if somebody says like, son, you have, um, you know, two hours to finish this, right? Like, I don't care. Okay. Like, if it takes me six hours, it takes me six hours. I don't care about your stupid two-hour boundaries you set on me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, do you understand what I mean? And that's like really the reason why I'm bad at boundaries. So it means that you would come to that meeting without anything done and be comfortable there sitting like yeah i'll, I'll do it t t tomorrow yeah something like that too yeah i mean I, that, that's not what I was, I was saying the example i was giving is more like if, if somebody says this website has to be done in one month i'm gonna be like yeah sure <laughs> it's gonna take as long as it's gonna take <laughs> but you promise to do it in one month I guess if I promise to do it in one month, I'll do it. Right? But I don't like it. 
<laughs> okay, but this is not, you know, if you like it or not, it's not about boundaries. But if you do it or not, when you... So that's why set... in those cases, other people have to set their boundary for me. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? So you would kind of procrastinate if you don't have boundaries. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm. But I, I also think that th that's one of those things too, where if you do it long enough, probably if I do it long enough with evidence, like with enough evidence, I think it'll prove. And this is why I think just putting out content is so beneficial for everyone. Because I feel like when you're putting out a lot of content and you're interacting with just mass scale of people, right? All different kinds mm -hmm. of people from all different, all over the world. What ends up happening is you become more uh, in tune with reality. Because I feel like we all live in our heads where we think that our version of reality is the real reality, right? But when you're yeah. putting out so many content and you're talking to so many people, you start to kind of realize, okay, here is reality. <laughs> There's the average, <laughs> how pe more, most people are. And then you can kind of start to gauge, right? Like how, where, I, where do I fit in now? I see. Okay. Can we go back to that matrix energy just to see what is the ending outcome? Which one? This one? Yes. So I guess the second version would be something like... So we need to come up with a better example here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So good things happen to good people. I think being good, being good is same. Being good is same as, and then we have to give some example. The truth is being good is not the same as being weak. Mm. So give, give, like an example would be like, you know, when somebody cancel a meet, cancel a meeting, and you are happy for it. No. I mean that feel that that feels like you're jumping a couple of steps. I, I let's dial okay. it back and say like. Okay. When when you say yes to a meeting that you don't want to go to. Mm hmm. Yeah. Right? Like. Say or stay yes to something you don't um stay over time uh even though you scheduled something do you understand what they want to yeah. say yeah i mean i guess like we would have to come up with maybe you can ask ChatGPT. so we would have to come up with some example the reason why i don't want to do the overtime is Okay, then if you want to go that specific, because we don't have to do it like this, 
mm-hmm. but like um like always doing other people's work <laughs> or always picking up after everyone But I, I I don't know. I, I feel like we need better examples because it has to be uh Chad GPT is uh saying uh over apologizing, no, 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 no. making excuses. No. no, it's it's more like saying yes to something. Um it has to be more specific. That's like saying yes to, like doing something because you feel bad or something like that, feel, because you feel guilty, even though you know that thing is hurting, uh, hurting me or hurting others. Mm-hmm. Do you understand what I mean? A good example is like, um, if a child just like you know if the child every time you um if every time the child wants the iPad you give them an iPad like yeah. is that a good parent <laughs> no so right so the so... the truth is there's a difference between being good and being weak mm. you know what i would giving... do I would come up with two examples. So I came up with one, right? When a parent, like every time your child asks for an iPad and you give them an iPad, is that a good parent? So that's one example. And another mm-hmm. example might be something like, <clears throat> um, something you said, when, uh, when you say, when you say yes to a, a party that you don't want to go to because you feel bad, <laughs> You know, mm-hmm. that's not the same as being so. Like now, I give two examples, right? Like, you know, you most people think that being good is is saying yes to, you know, saying yes to something that I feel like I need a better example than that. Um, <laughs> so you, I'm, I don't find a problem in when, if you're going to a party, you don't want to go to, you go to a party because I know, but there, okay. Yeah, I guess. Okay. So like, but is that, would most you're people look at that as, money. oh, what a good person. Yeah. You're lending money even though you. Yeah, something like that. If, that let's say you, you, yeah, you're lending money to your friend even though you can't afford to or something like mm-hmm. that. Um, mm-hmm. Does that make you a good person? <laughs> and then you can like counteract that with like if a parent you know, if every time your child asks for an iPad, you give them an iPad, does that make you a good person? Like, mm-hmm. and then you can say, 
being good is not the same as being weak. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's try that. See if that works. Mm-hmm. So good things happen to good people. Um, let's say. So if. Uh, if you lend money to a friend, even though you can't afford to, does that make you a good person? Um, if, if you give your child an iPad every time they, ask, does that make you a good person? Truth is, yeah, I guess that can work. Good things happen to good people. Mm. Okay, how about this? So, are you th- are you here? Are you there? Yes. yes. <laughs> Have you heard good things happen to good people? But let me ask you: If you lend money to a friend, even though you even though you can't afford to, does that make you a good person? If you give your child an iPad every time they ask, does that make you a good person? The truth is, being good is not the same as being weak. Keep your heart soft and your bonds very strong. Eh. I (laughs) like it. No good? I like it. (laughs) You like it? Okay, the first one is... So so just just one more thing uh, in this one. How to say, um, is the title good or not? I mean, you know what would be a good title? Good things don't happen to good people. Why did you choose that? Because it's because like the the obvious one is good things happen to good people, right? Okay. So if I say good things don't happen to good people, people are gonna be like, huh? What? It, it it raises more curiosity. Do you know what I mean? Okay, so that's the so this hook is the opposite of myth. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Another. Okay. If I really wanna. Yeah, yeah you know really, do, really, really wanna. If do. if I really wanna be controversial. Um, oh. What I would do is something like, fuck kindness. <laughs> Okay. And and something like um, a little less controversial. How would the, that sound if we have that? Huh? that this is the extreme end of the toolbox. This this is the extreme end, but it would be something like this. <laughs> mm-hmm.
Uh, if you want to, you have option. Uh, oh, there we go. Okay. <laughs> I would do something like this. Mm -hmm. And how did you find that picture? I just Googled Gary V kindness. <laughs> okay. And yeah, how did you? Fuck kindness. <laughs> good things happen to good people. But let me ask you this. If you let money, please. What? <laughs> I mean, but you get it, right? Like this is like, it's like shock value. It's going to get people to scroll. Right. Mm -hmm. But, you know, we're, we're, the message is still good at the end. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Uh, let me ask you one thing. Mm -hmm. So when you find that on your, uh, when you Google it, you needed mm -hmm. to download it, download the picture, right? Oh yeah. So you just, here. Um, so if I do Gary V kindness, I go to images, like it was this one. So I just I right click. Don't see. Uh, I mean, I see, uh, five, uh, faces, uh, of me right now. <laughs> five faces. <laughs> yeah. It was, you shared the screen, uh, Riverside screen. So if I go to like Gary V kindness yeah. and this is the I image. See now. I'll okay. just right click and do copy image. Once you do copy image, you can just paste it in Figma. Oh. Whenever you want. That's nice. Then I can just go to Figma and just go paste. You see? Control okay. C, Control V, or Apple, okay. Command C, Command V. Awesome. Okay. So. Mm -hmm. Do you want to do another uh, one? Yeah, but I just didn't finish this one. I have a few more things just to ask you. Okay. Ask me. Good. Can you come back to, to the screen? Figma. So this is like controversial. Uh, I would probably what else? for this one. I would do this. Mm -hmm. Okay, mm -hmm. say that again. Uh, so I wanted to ask you. So now we have two different carousels. I can choose one or the other. Mm -hmm. um, my question is. So about hook, what options are there? How to, how to come, how to find a hook? For this how one, to come up with the hook. Uh, good things yes. happen to good people. I mean, this one actually, the if 
I think when you do the hook, you have to really, really be aware of your audience. Mm-hmm. Because like, for my audience, I probably wouldn't do this. You wouldn't? Yeah. Why? Like, I feel like this is more for like the mainstream audience. Like for my audience, mm-hmm. I feel like they're kind of smart. So for my audience, what I would do is like, um, I'll do something like good uh, versus weak or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, I feel like just saying that in alone, People will also already kind of, I think, jump to somewhat of a conclusion of what this might mean. Good. They might kind of already kind of been thinking about like, okay, I I, I think I know what son's going to say. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But at Mm -hmm. the same time, it's still curious enough. Like they want to see how I got there. Do you know what I mean? Okay. So that's kind of like my thought process. But if I was doing for just a general audience... I'll probably do something like this or this. This is probably a good good one. Okay, so would you mark some of those words uh, with black? Like Yeah, let's see what what I can do here. Good things don't. Maybe I'll center this. For some reason it's it, it's for this one it's easier to read when you do this. Maybe because mm-hmm. of the word don't. So maybe okay. here, like I would do exactly the same thing you did. Good things don't happen to good people. Also, because this is title, mm-hmm. I would capitalize. You know what I mean? Okay. You see, now it's easier to read. Like good things don't happen yeah. to good yeah okay so i know that in the last slide you always have um uh, i never thought of it that way Mm -hmm. Uh, should i have some kind of sentence i was putting uh makes sense and question mark so i mean right now maybe i don't have any more slides but should i do it without that when I post it or not? The last slide. I think it should. You need some sort of a last slide, some sort of a call to action. So that for that one. Yeah. So this is oh, this is already ten slides. Yeah, you can get rid of some of these slides. I think. Like for here, for example, this one could be gone. But anyway. But we need some something. Because this is already intro. 10 slides here. One, two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven. So you're going to have to shrink it by one if you want to have a. But for the call to action, yeah. Think about like, um, what do you want? What what do you want? Um, what do you want your audience to do right for sometimes like for example if i want them to 
register for a free masterclass, I'll be like, go do that, right? If I want them to follow me, I'll mm -hmm. say, go follow me. If I want them to share it, I'll say, share it. But you always need, or if you, if I want them to subscribe to my newsletter, I'll say, go subscribe, subscribe to my newsletter. So you need some sort of a call to action that says, hey, do this. Okay. So... I'm not calling anybody for any action right now because I don't I don't know why what, not. Uh, <laughs> My question to you would be why not? <laughs> I don't have newsletter. I don't. Why don't you uh, just say for now? Just follow me. Like if okay. you want more like this, just follow me. Okay. It's, you know, like just saying that alone in the last slide alone versus not doing it, there's mm -hmm. actually a big difference between how many followers you're going to get. Really? Yeah. That's why people do CTAs, call to actions. You'll be surprised. <laughs> okay. So, so if I, so the only thing that I could do is for them to, to say to them, follow me if you want to yeah. see more of this. Mm -hmm. So this is what I should write. If you want to... For now. Okay. And I should have my picture. Yeah, if you want. Okay. You should also do um, videos too, not just carousels. Yeah. Okay. Because I feel like for me, when I browse like accounts that are just carousels mm -hmm. versus when I see the, the video of them, like it's, it's a completely different feeling. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. I'll think about it. I mean, for now, I'm interested in carousels, so I'll... I'll just go with what is functioning for now. But Okay. Anyway. All right. This is What do you want to do next? This is what I have so far. Um This was good. Okay. I think you got you had a good one. Yeah, which one would you prefer to choose? I like second one a lot. Blue is <clears throat> weak. I mean, both of them. Yeah, I guess I like this one better, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it. I like this better because it's like something that I've experienced. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's good. Okay. Yeah. Now we come to the next one. Damn. Now we... Another one. This is why setting boundaries is hard. <laughs> More about boundaries. I had a perfectly normal childhood, but imagine a young girl that is yelled at regularly. For her, this becomes normal. Later, it will be normal for her friend to yell at her. Her partner to yell at her for her boss to yell at her. So she would say, I had a perfectly normal childhood. 
can so agree that. this is okay. Uh-huh. We can agree. This that. is where things. I have two options as well because I'm kind of confused. So. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I'm not sure. Let's read it out, and then we will see. Okay. <clears throat> well, she doesn't know she enables this behavior. She couldn't stop what happened in the past, but now she is part of the problem and a solution. Okay, you want to explain? You want to explain how you reached this? So this is like, she would still say, I, I had a perfectly normal childhood. We can agree that being yelled at is far from perfectly normal, but only if you distance yourself, you can be aware of this change. Okay, let's talk through yeah, what, what you're trying to say. Quite... What are you trying to say? <laughs> yeah. My starting point was that actually um, I was thinking and I was talking uh, with some friend about... Um, many examples when people are just saying yeah, yeah everything was normal in my like what's wrong with me or what's wrong i mean i had everything in my uh, childhood that i needed mm-hmm. so but then when you kind of dig deeper you see that for example yelling or um arguments um, physical fights or so that was present and that also affected um, affected them. So, but they are not aware of it because this was so normal for them. Um, my metaphor that I had when I started to create that was, uh, does the fish know that water is wet? Mm-hmm. So, no, because they are too much into water. So they don't know what the water is mm-hmm. wet. This is why they don't know that what is happening. Is that really true? Like that those people, like it becomes the norm. Like if, if you're always yelled at, like as an adult, are they also living in that environment? Can you repeat? Like just because they were yelled at as a child doesn't mean they're getting yelled at as an adult. Oh, of course. The thing is, if it's common for them to be yelled at, mm-hmm. they wouldn't surprise if someone else yelled at them. I mean, this is everything we say is just, you know, just one point of it for some cases. But for some other cases, you have people that would say, my mom had the right to yell at me, but nobody else. So this is also what can happen. Um, the point is that f- for one general, one idea is that if you uh, get used to something, you will not be surprised by that in the future. Okay. <clears throat> so if a person is yelled at. So how does that play out as an adult? It's uh, normal. If a person is uh, working, I don't know, if um, a person has a job and they are uh, having a boss, mm-hmm. 
that uh, screams at Always yell at them. employees. Yeah. yeah, it's normal. They're stressing out. They when they <coughs> see that they got an email from their boss, they kind of have uh, anxious rush. But uh, but this is it. They don't change a job. They don't search for another job. This is how how things are. They would say like, yeah, this is the real world. This is the real world. You cannot, you don't have like unicorns uh, so that you can have like perfect job. Like in every job, it's the same thing. So this is how probably many of them um, would uh, feel. And who are you speaking to then? Sorry? Who are you speaking to? I'm speaking, you mean, do I have a specific person on my mind? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Or, or a kind of person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have. Um, so, um, I mean, these are people that, that I had on my mind specifically um i was thinking about some women that um um i perceive as um ladies that are searching for help but actually they are not searching for help so they're doing some i don't know retreats some um spiritual i don't know gatherings or something so they kind of want to help themselves but actually they're not doing it so this was my what i was having what what, what should they be doing um they what they are doing is um how to say it um they're what they should do they should see themselves as part of the problem not because it looks like they build identity over person with some kind of healing process we talked about that before so they kind of blame other people they blame their childhood or they blame uh, the environment or they blame themselves for not being i don't know good enough or something but uh, the point the point is instead of blaming themselves to actually blaming whoever um, to actually see their subconscious patterns as part of the problem. So now they're not aware of decisions they are making um, that are contributing to their dissatisfaction. So my advice for them is that they need to see their patterns to, to search for patterns um, so that they can be aware of how they are contributing this. It's too broad of, <clears throat> excuse me, it's too broad of a topic, right? Yeah. Don't you think? So how, how can I specify if this is too broad? What's something specific? Um, so the, the in the example that you would give, like 
what's a what's a common what do you think is like a common behavior that somebody like that mm. what do you mean common behavior would be like um if if i imagine like this person at work mm-hmm. common behavior is to specific is always better yeah you know the thing is like yeah go ahead so if i imagine this person at work um she would be afraid of her boss of how people would see her and um so like if, uh, anxiety like yes she would be anxious about that or anxious about uh, yeah anxious about uh, and you think though, th- that these people think that being anxious is normal yeah i mean maybe they would complain but they would stay there you have people that are anxious mm-hmm. and they stay at the same place for 10 years and they think it is normal. Maybe they don't, don't say that it's normal, but probably part of them think they can't. It, it cannot be better than that. Everywhere is the same. And these are the same people that are like seeking spirituality and therapy and all of that. Yeah, I mean, in, yeah. So from what I, from my experience about. Um, mm-hmm some people that I um, kind of had contact with, uh, personal contact. Um, So it looks like they are more interested in these practices than in really like sitting and, and diving deeper into root causes. And usually those are the people that are like at work, stressed, anxious, but they think that's just normal. Yeah. So I'm not talking about every, every all people or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm just talking about uh, these specific mm-hmm. case. There's a lot of them. Like I would say if I go to like, uh, if I go to Gabby Bernstein's like event, Mm-hmm. Like pretty much everyone there was gonna be like that. <laughs> yeah. Every single person there is dealing with some sort of anxiety, some sort of uh, when chronic I talk, illness. When I talked to one one person, mm-hmm. and this person shared with me that uh, she knows like five five, six uh, women in her environment that Mm. are um, all single, all are having the same issues. Mm -hmm. Um, They they have, Mm. I don't know, from 35 to 50 years or something. Um, And they are not, they have never been to therapy. But they've been to these, I don't know, Reiki, uh, some uh, spiritual courses. And mm-hmm. when she confronted them, like, why don't you seek for like real help? They would say, no, I don't have, uh, I don't have money for that. Uh, 
so they feel accepted in these uh, environments because uh, they're not being judged, <laughs> but uh, they are not fixing their problem. Mm -hmm. So it looks like they're definitely getting some something, some contact probably, uh, and they're uncomfortable, they're anxious uh, in like new environment uh, when they're in like regularly social environments like not that spiritual one um i mean i don't know if those two things are related i, I think it's a i think they're just a coincidence okay. <clears throat> because this i think reminded, this reminded me ahead. when you said that uh, that event from gabby bernstein that uh, yeah i think what's happening is um <laughs> those type of message attracts people that um <clears throat> it's really attractive for people that <laughs> you know don't actually want to face the <laughs> you know work right mm -hmm. <laughs> because they say oh you just trust the universe the universe will take care of it <laughs> yeah <laughs> right yeah. uh but the thing is um what ends up happening is so, but but I don't think that's the reason why. I, but at the same time, what you're saying is the reason why they have those is because probably they grew up in an environment where something was normal. Yeah. And maybe, for example, like it can be as simple as <clears throat> if you grow up in an environment where you were never taken serious, like as a girl, you were never mm -hmm. taken seriously. Meaning, oh, it's like, oh, you're going to go to college? Oh, how cute. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> For example, right? Like, Or like, oh, you, you're starting a business? Oh, you're starting a little blog? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> Your hobby? <laughs> then what happens is like, that becomes the norm to you. Yeah. Where other people at your work or whatever can treat you like that. And, you know, that, but then... Maybe you don't feel good. <laughs> and yeah, something like that. So, yeah. Um, I agree. So, when you said, like, they don't want to do the work. Mm -hmm. So, maybe this is, this is the thing. They want an easy, easy way out. So I'll be there. I'll be. Yeah, there's so many lessons hospital. here. Because mm -hmm. obviously we we understand the problem. So what's there are so many lessons. Like one is. Like I, one, I, I think one good one is to let them know that. What you're experiencing day to day, right? Like if you're experiencing anxiety day to day. Like, you, you think that person who thinks that that's normal is, is experiencing anxiety? Sorry? I didn't hear that. Like, the person who goes to work and have anxiety. Mm -hmm. Okay. <clears throat> like, if that's the norm, if, if she believes that that's the norm, mm -hmm. like, that's normal, why would she have anxiety? 
That's normal. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Or do they have anxiety and then they get used to the anxiety, thinking the anxiety is normal? Uh, I don't necessarily think that. Um, I don't know. Do I feel that... anxiety? <clears throat> I hear you, but sometimes. Uh, I lose some parts of the sentence. I don't know if it's the internet or something. Oh, really? I hear everything that you're saying, so I think it's the internet. Okay. Well, that's good news. Um, <laughs> so, um, I don't think that they necessary. They probably have opinion about anxiety, but in the end, what? I think that if these these persons were invalidated for a long period of time, they think, they assume, so they expect these kind of relationships in their life. They don't seek for anything else because this is their uh, norm. These kind of intensive relationships are the norm. So if someone yells at you and you feel incompetent and you maybe you are enabling it because part of you even thinks that they are right. Mm -mm. So um So I think that I guess the, the thing is like <clears throat> how many people do you think are really going through that though? Like at that ex at that extreme versus like <clears throat> somebody who's just living with anxiety <clears throat> because I think there are a lot of people who are <clears throat> living with that anxiety like going to work or in, a, in their relationship or something like that okay but I don't think they're necessarily getting yelled at <laughs> do you understand what I mean okay like a lot of it, I feel like has nothing to do with like, even like really like outright abuse. Okay. Well, I, I wanted to kind of exaggerate a little bit because somebody told mm -hmm. me that this is good thing to do. <laughs> Who? Who told you that? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, uh, yes, when we, when it comes to writing it, yeah, we will. But for now, we're, we're still kind of okay. talking through the idea, right? <clears throat> um, well, the thing is, um, I had more on my mind, like, uh, if we imagine that a person was, uh, like, in environment where it was normal to raise your voice didn't mean somebody needs to yell at you but somebody is yelling so just yelling itself is a making a reaction on our body so on our nervous system so every voice that is uh sudden and intensive 
So you kind of scare a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I had that on my mind. So I imagine that if uh, this was everyday thing, when parents are uh, arguing about uh, if they are going to spend money on this or that, um, if they, I don't know, if child ask, uh, can I, I don't know, do that? No, you cannot or something. Mm-hmm. So this is intensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if this it repeats long enough, um, it will be normal for a person to experience that. So it doesn't mean that somebody needs to exclusively yell at them, but the whole like ups and downs are normal. So I had in my mind that later in life, um, they're also kind of choosing or enabling these this environment they will not if they see if they have i don't know friend that is um, raising their voice and they're always dramatic you know like this like that so they will not notice like oh how do i feel about this so this is a little bit too much for me to to listen like every second day they will not notice that they will just stay there and <clears throat> so what so, should they do? So what should they do? They should go inside. So to practice, um, to just stay a little bit with how they feel about this situation. So just that, because probably some part of them is sometimes feeling anxious when they need to see this friend or they don't want to do it, but they promised and they, they will go. Or uh, they don't want to call that friend, but eventually they do. Um, or they kind of don't reply on messages to them instantly. They kind of wait a little bit. They answer after a few hours. So these small clues are some uh, signals that we are not, uh, that we are feeling also some other emotions as well. Uh, so slowly, if we notice that, we can um, build this, uh, slowly build this awareness of what is happening with us when we are in different environment. What about at work? What about at work? I mean, like, what would be an example of those kind of things that you notice? Um, I mean, the same thing. You have different colleagues. You have colleagues that are always gossiping, that are, um, uh, it's not just gossiping. It's just, it's um, when they are, uh, when you're putting other people down, you have colleagues that are putting other people down and you have colleagues that are like chill, relax. They go, I don't know, for hitchhiking or they want to show you what song they heard. Um, but uh, you, you don't see the difference or 
you are more attracted to these like loud uh, voices because this is your reality. So you, you don't see the difference how you feel with one and the other. Or let me think. Uh, um. What about like your boss? Because like if there's nothing you can, you can't just quit your job, right? <laughs> yeah, so, um, I mean, you would definitely have um, this, this, um, person would definitely have a problem with uh, with authority because uh, if um, if uh, mood changes of uh, boss if uh, boss changes mood uh, boss's mood changes <laughs> we get it <laughs> okay so uh then this person will become observant, like, oh, what is happening? Is this because uh, I didn't do the work well? Uh, so then they would kind of want to pick up coffee, like, hey, do, what coffee do you want so to, to see if everything is fine? Or uh, if they say, come to the office at 12, oh, my God, why is there calling me to the office? It's probably because something is bad or something like that. So they would not assume that they just want to share something with them. They would assume that it's for some bad reason. Um, or... Mm -hmm. I mean, is this helpful at all? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was just curious. Okay. The, by, by the way, those should be your content. Everything that you just said now should be like... You know, like when you were talking about like how when you, you know, when somebody, when, when you have to go see this friend. Okay. And you, you, you just kind of have this feeling like, ah, oh, I don't, you're dreading it. You don't want to go or something like that. That could okay. be a sign, right? That, that could be kind of a, a little signal that, you know. So, like, okay. giving practical. So, uh, so, so you're saying, for example, with this, uh, do you have a friend that when you mm -hmm. need to see them, you kind of feel um, awkward mm -hmm. or you resistant? You feel resistant to mm -hmm. see them, but you will see them anyway because you're friends for ten years mm -hmm. or something. So this is that small yeah. thing you're talking about. Yeah. So how to use that? Because no, no, no I'm, this this was completely separate from what I was saying before about. <clears throat> what did you mean when specific. you said you should use that for content? No, like even in, in like a video, Instagram reel, or something like that, where you talk about mm -hmm. like if this is what's happening, then that might be a sign. And potentially that could mean these things. Like it could mean that, you know, there's something that's happening there that you don't you don't feel comfortable with for whatever reason. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And then you can you can do that with anyone, right? Like if you if you're if you feel more at home, <laughs> you feel more comfortable with when there's where people are yelling or something like that. It might mean that. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I don't think most people don't recognize those those things. So by okay, pointing so, it out. So what I should do, for example, is I should write different topics and then examples for those topics because yeah, it's uh, I think it's so. a lot about like uh, crossing boundaries without the examples pleasing, yeah imposter syndrome so I actually think that's about. what I'm thinking about doing for on the in circle doing mm-hmm. story bank with basically every lesson in there already what? And then, like, can you can you repeat that? So, for example, right? I might have a story in the story bank. I might have a okay. post there about um, how uh, the more choice you have, the less happier you're going to be, or something okay. like that. Okay. So that's a lesson, right? And then I'm going to write a what the myth is like here's the myth but the truth is like myth is that people think the more choice is better right more the better okay. or whatever the truth is the more choices you have the less happier you'll be mm-hmm. and then from that point on i'm going to come up with multi- all the different examples right so one example might be that um you know the the example that i give about the painting when people took home the painting where they had a the choice to mm-hmm. change it, those people are less mm-hmm. happier, right? Like in with online dating, people are less happier with the in a relationship now that there's too many options. Okay. Uh, same thing with like it can the same thing can work in like a restaurant when you have too many options to choose from. Um, <clears throat> Netflix, but I can also talk about how when you give your design options to clients, you want to make sure that you give less less options as possible. But that can also apply in a, a business where, you know, there if if you're if you're a restaurant, you want to have less items on your menu. Mm-hmm. Um, it it can apply in so many different areas in life, right? Like if you're like if you're a real estate agent, like don't show them more than three houses. <laughs> right? Because the more houses you show them the lo- like the more they're not gonna buy. There's so many different industries that the same lesson can apply to and people can add their own. And then it just multiplies, right? And then I'll, I'm going to add another lesson and the less, that lesson might be, give me a lesson. Give me the lesson that you were just going to do. Uh, lesson is, uh, let me see. Uh, you are part of the problem and the solution. Um... No, that's not a lesson. Okay. Um, uh, only if you distance yourself from the problem, uh, from your patterns, you can be aware of them and change them. Okay, this is not a good lesson. Um
I don't know, speak your truth or something like that. Is that a lesson? Yeah, that sounds more like a lesson. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's kind of where you lost me with that carousel. Because I, I feel like the carousel was good. Mm-hmm. Like, um, like um, if a girl... If a girl grows up in an environment where everyone's always yelling, she's going to end up thinking that this is... Imagine like... I feel like up to here was good. Yeah. Right? But this is how you can use... like. This is how you can anchor it even better. Like, um, like a girl. in a loud environment. Let's go with this for now. We'll believe it's completely normal. Something like that, right? Mm-hmm. And then maybe we'll do the other anchoring by saying something like, just like a fish doesn't know. Thanks. Being in water. Well, maybe something we need a, maybe, you know what? We need uh, something like, because that's all she knows. Just like a fish doesn't know. are what because mm-hmm. that's all they know <clears throat> and then like let's see, just start the from the beginning just, just to see uh, that just to we just don't have the lesson <laughs> just a teeny tiny problem teeny tiny problem <laughs> Here, what we'll, what we have to do now is um, uh, 
like imagine like um girl parents fighting something like this mhm try this one I mean an image like this is good because I can probably put the copy up here mm-hmm. okay you know I mean? would you put that picture over two um two frames or only on one hell no why would hell. I put it over two frames <laughs> it looks like it's like I don't know rectangular shape yeah well, if it's that, I think maybe this one will work better. Right? Do you know what I mean? Do you see my screen still? Yes, yes. The thing is, I would probably do this in Photoshop. What do you want to I do want right the, now? I want to make the background blue like that. Okay. I don't know. Maybe, I, I mean, I wish, I hope there's a better tool that can do that. Um, I don't know if you can do it here, but you see how, like, you can see, like, what I want to do is I want to make it so that, you know, it just blends in here. For example, so to do that, I would probably bring it in Photoshop and do it like that. Mm -hmm. But for now, what I'll do is um, I'll just fake it. I'll just fake it till I make it. What, so what are I'll you do is... doing? Where is that option? <laughs> so what I did was um, that image. Okay. I I. I put a fill, fill is like a color in it with a gradient. So I, instead of an image, now it's a gradient, right? And then I can pick a color. And then I'm gonna, so I'm going to pick like this color. That's where I want it to fade from. And then I'm going to fade it to the same color, but make it an opacity of zero. I didn't okay. understand a word, but. <laughs> you don't understand? No. Um, basically what I'm doing here. So you're now is... editing, you're not editing picture. You're editing, uh, oh, I see. You want to, you want to kind of make this, uh, background smoother. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I don't know how to do it. It's not working. Yeah, I don't know why. Maybe that just doesn't work. I'll bring it back. Yeah, I just want that background to be like smoother. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like normally what I'll do is I'll just bring it in Photoshop. You know, maybe what I can do is like this. Yeah, I'll just do it in Photoshop for now. 
Okay, and will you will the letters stay gray? You know, like I think in Canva, mm -hmm. you can actually like cut out the background. Yeah, but it's for paid version. Really? Yeah. But uh, I'm learning Photoshop right now, so uh, maybe I surprise you. <laughs> yeah, so maybe I'll take this, um, bring it in Photoshop like that. And the same thing, copy and paste in Photoshop. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What I usually do is, like, if there's, like, a little bit of space there, okay. I'll just drag that. You see how I took just yeah. a little slice of that? Yeah. And then I just drag that. You see, like this. Awesome. Perfect. You can still see the line here. So what I would, if I really want to make it perfect, I just mm -hmm. made another layer. So the same layer twice. You see that? Uh-huh. And then the top layer, I'll just kind of blur it a little bit. You see that? I'm blurring yeah. it. So you see this? Yeah. So there's like the blur version here. Mm -hmm. Because like here, I, I can kind of still see the lines. So I'll blur it. And I'll use the eraser. <clears throat> to like erase the part in the bottom only. Then you see the top part is still blurred. Okay. So it looks even I better. See, you see, I like see. Before, so it's double. Yeah. The upper yeah. part is doubled and lower part is only like one. Yeah. One piece. Okay. And I think that you cannot like copy and paste from... You can? Yeah, of course you can. <laughs> <laughs> Fro so from... Photoshop to Figma, you just copied and pasted. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so here, I guess we'll say a girl growing up in a loud environment. Like here, the, the picture is like so centered, right? You see how the, mm -hmm. the, the photo is like very centered. Okay. So... What I would do... is I would center the text also. Oh. Otherwise, it looks kind of weird, like this. Now, when you change it, I see it, but I wouldn't see that before. And like the color-wise, I guess, I don't know. First, I'll try white, and then I'll try black. Black, obviously, is more mm -hmm. better, so I'll make it. You know, here actually, I would probably keep the colors the same. Like it's black with fifty percent opacity. Mm -hmm. That's why even if you put it over here, it still works. Okay. And then maybe I'll highlight like that word or something. Okay. But then here, you know, what I didn't tell you is here. What we can do is like a woman getting yelled at office, right? Now we can take something like this. 
Mm -hmm. Oh, I see. We have good white space and <laughs> good job. Good job, Yelena. Good job. But I'm not sure like about that corner. Yeah. I know. So I would okay, so first first thing I'm gonna try is I'm gonna try to cut here. So you can kind of see that that doesn't work. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So what I'm gonna just do is but here it looks like this part can work, right? Yeah. So I'll just drag this even more. Right? Oh. And then here, normally what I would do is, so I'm going to make a copy of it again. You, Can see you that? do the same thing again with blurring and erasing? Yeah, I'm going to try that. But I'm going to go one step further. Okay. So I'm going to first make this thing brighter. Because you see how by just making it brighter? Yeah. You see the background? I see, I see. I see. Almost like this appears. Mm -hmm. So... I'm going to try that first. And then, hmm. same thing. You see, like, because behind here is still the original image. You see that? This is just a layer. You see? Oh, so you... You see what I mean? Yeah. So if I delete, like, for example, a part you of you doubled this... it? Or, or when you were doing this function, yeah. it creates another layer? I, I made a copy of it before. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So I made a copy of it and I made it like brighter. Okay. And then now I'm going to like delete the bottom of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You see? Yeah. But I'm going to use like an eraser to delete it like that. You see that? Okay. And, and then the now, you see the top? Okay. You see the top? Yeah. I see. I'm going to make it even brighter. I see. Now. And uh, tell me, tell me, please, where is the eraser? Eraser is over here. And just that, just you, you click that and you're. But if you also hit E, so you see what you don't see is I'm, I'm using shortcuts for everything. So if I do, if I hit E on my keyboard. Okay. It goes to eraser automatically. Oh, E. If I hit an A. Yeah, if I hit A, mm -hmm. it goes to the arrow. You know what I mean? Okay. I see. So I, I was doing that, yeah. So now that I have these two things, I'm going to merge them. I'm going to take the image and then put it in here. Just like that. You see? Yeah. And then I'll center this again. We'll believe it's completely normal. So... Mm -hmm. I guess you know. You know what? I think I need a a little more aggressive, like this one. <laughs> but it has this like bar in the middle, which sucks. Why do you think you oh, need? Man. It needs to be a little bit more aggressive. I mean, I kind of like, like this one. You think it's fine? You like that one? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. If you like it, we'll leave it. Yeah. 
So maybe we can do something like we can make it a little bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A girl growing up in a toxic environment will believe it's completely normal. Completely normal. Because that's all she knows. Just like a fish. I guess fish. Fish in a ball. <laughs> there is that there's that cartoon, right? It's like Remember this one? No. I'm wondering how's the water? What the hell is water? <laughs> yeah, I guess we can just use something like this. I think it'll work. I mean, obviously we can do better. Do you understand mm -hmm. what I mean? Like, but let's just go with it for now. Because that's all they know. We agree that getting yelled at. Okay, so what's the lesson, Yelena? We can agree that being yelled at is far from being perfect in the world, but okay. So knowing this, so I set you up. <laughs> so just like uh, um, if a girl grew up in an environment where they're getting a toxic environment, she's gonna think that's normal. Just like a fish doesn't go by. So now, now when we set the premise up, what's mm -hmm. the lesson, Yelena? What should we do? Yelena. Then? What should we do? <laughs> what should we do then, Yelena? <laughs> it's not normal. You're putting pressure on me, please. <laughs> uh, so what should we do? I mean, I can explain it, but I and I and you, I think you you know. What should we do from what we said so far? So this person doesn't know that now she couldn't control the past, but she's contributing the present. What she needs to do is to become aware of to put their awareness inside how they feel in these events. So. Got it. So you have to be more aware of your emotions. <laughs> yeah. Well, so how does that really... So how does that specifically have to do with... Because right now, what we're trying to debunk is the the fact that what you think is normal... You, what you think is normal is not normal. 
Mm-hmm. Right. So I I should I I do think it should go back to like anxiety, like you know, like the way to make this carousel much better, in my opinion, mm-hmm. would be to start out with something that talks about. Mm. I mean, I would love to start out with some sort of a data, like how what percentage of people or what percentage of women, uh, like struggles with anxiety, like cons- struggles with anxiety, like on the normal, like on a normal basis, like a. Or something like that, right? Imagine that we have a percentage, like Mm -hmm. 20 percentage of women is dealing with anxiety every day. Something like that, yeah. How would we use that? Then I would say, you know, um, when... uh, When we work, when we live in a environment that creates anxiety, we believe that that's normal, right? Okay. Just like a girl growing up in a toxic environment is going to think that's normal when she grows up. Mm-hmm. Something like that. So, you know. Like your anxiety is not normal. <laughs> you better get that shit checked out <laughs> by a therapist. <laughs> if you want to book a coaching call, go to my link in bio. <laughs> and I will turn off my Wi-Fi so that I can hide from everybody. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So you tie it tie it back to basically like uh you know the the environment, right? Like I feel like there's something to do with like environment and anxiety. Like we live in a environment that induces anxiety and we think that's normal because we grew up in an environment that induces that anxiety. And maybe we can take the whole water shit out with the fish. Mm-hmm. So this is your homework. Yelena, Wait. are you listening? Yes, yes, yes. I'm uh I'm making notes. Um <laughs> all of a sudden when I say homework, you're like, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so we are living in an environment that induces anxiety. Mm-hmm. And we grew up in an environment that induces anxiety. Yeah, I'm just trying to kind of. I'm, I'm thinking of that image with the girl, with the parents always fighting, mm-hmm. right? And then the person at work who's like probably suffering from anxiety because of their boss or whatever, right? But then if you use those images with that copy, it, it says completely different things, right? If you say, 
you know, like most of us who live with anxiety think it's normal mm -hmm. with the image of like us at work. <laughs> and then, because, and that's because we grew up in that environment. And then we use the picture of the girl or something like that. Mm -hmm. Is that what you're trying to say? And it's 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 because it, that's all we know. Yeah. Or something like that, right? So, um. So the lesson is that you, you know, like if you are feeling anxious. That that's not that's not normal <laughs> it's not the norm so you 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 know you should seek help or something <laughs> or maybe like you know try to figure out where that's coming from if you if there's something that you're feeling anxious about in your life mm -hmm. you know try try to try to figure out where, where that's coming from or something like that. This is like the perfect example of a post where I said, when you teach something, okay. they're going to have more questions. So mm -hmm. as soon as you post this and you say, that means there's something, if this is happening and you're constantly fe feeling anxious, and you think that that's just normal, that's life. Oh, that's life. <laughs> or something like that. People say, oh, mm -hmm. that's, that's just life, right? Well, that's not life. It's not, it's not normal. But you think it is because just like a fish thinks water is normal, right? Or something like that. And now it's getting too long. Actually, forget the fish. <laughs> just say that's not normal. Um, and then... The lesson is something like, uh, something like, um, if you're if you're always feeling anxious, you should try to, you know, dig into where that's coming from, or where you should try to figure out where your anxiety is coming from. Then people are gonna be like, Yelena, how? <laughs> right? Then you can make another post that that says. In the last post, I said this, and people, you guys ask how. Well, here's how. One, you can do this. Two, see if you feel this. Blah, blah, blah. And then she's like, oh, and then they're going to ask you more questions. They're going to be like, oh, what about this? Blah, blah. Then it's like, okay, then you can book a call with me. <laughs> okay. Do you understand what I mean? Okay. So, so in terms of how, if, if I create this, mm -hmm. I mean, that they should find the root cause of that anxiety um and if they ask how then if i name like one two three four five this is not a yeah. matrix sandwich this is this is a list of things yeah yeah this is like things like um you know do, do you feel like you're dragging yourself to work every day mm -hmm. and when you're like is, is there like do you like drag like do you like <clears throat> are you really uh you know, dragging to go talk to your boss or something 
or you know is there somebody at work who's not knowing you or like whatever i guess whatever the things that you said before right like mm-hmm. and the, okay that can know, be said in like video isn't yeah. it and i would even just divide those all each one of those instead of saying five and one i would say one and one we're like hey oh. if if you really are hesitant to go talk to your boss for any reason you know it might be that you know as when you were growing up you know this is what happened or blah 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 blah, blah. Heard, heard the po- all the possible different scenarios of why you might be hesitant to go talk to your boss do you know what i mean mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. that can be an entire video and then the next one you say hey if there's some coworker that's really you're bothered by because of this here might be the possible reasons why something like that then people are going to be like, oh, what about this? What about that? And this is how you start a conversation. Okay. So. So your your assignment, your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to turn what we just talked about into the carousel for next week. Okay. You're already kind of like one third of the way there. Mm-hmm. You have it would like be good slides. if I can. If I can. <laughs> I didn't hear that last one. I said you have three slides. Yeah. Already. Okay. I will remove the fish. So. Or yeah, three fish. slides plus fish. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, it would be good if I can watch this recording uh, to revisit it. You can. Okay. If you send me the link. Okay. <laughs> I will. <laughs> I'm looking forward to seeing it, Yelena. Yeah. Good job. Good job. You did really good this week. Thank you. You got three carousels. Yay. We got three carousels. Awesome. Um yeah, still my feeling is uh, that I don't know what I'm doing. So I'm me too. I'm like <laughs> swimming there trying to survive and something maybe happens. Okay. Yeah, I mean I think we, this is what we need what needs to happen. We have mm-hmm. to do it without any kind of expectation and see see what we discover from it. Yeah, and now I see the value of uh, conversations to come to clarity because um, I have um, uh, one person that I talked to and we talked for an hour about uh, one of those carousels and she asked me clear questions. Okay, but I didn't understand this. So she was Mm -hmm. uh, quite on point for me to find, okay, are you advising for me to be aware of it or how to do it. So, okay, so she got me back. She to... should join. You should get her to join Night Owl Nation and become a small group leader. <laughs> she would be good. I don't think she's interested in that, but um, if maybe she will be. Yeah, she's definitely. She's like, how would you like to debunk everyone's stories? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
yeah That's but uh, who knows so this 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 was helping me to be more on point so when you asked me questions i was already prepared for mm-hmm. for this you know so maybe you can try to come can you try to come up with uh those questions Make a list of those questions, good questions to ask. Because I feel like that's, mm-hmm. maybe that's what, because that's what I'm doing. And that's I what she did. Was, yeah. I think it was uh, topic related because she I wanted... know, but mm-hmm. if we still make a list of those questions, mm-hmm. I think we'll still see a pattern. Yeah. Of how what to was... ask good questions. Yeah. Okay. What I was uh, starting to write down today uh, is a key for meat sandwich. So this is my notes for. Okay. So little by little, um, I will. You have to ask, put those in Notion so we can all see it. Uh, yeah, but I don't have many things. I have only is a myth a myth, and then <laughs> what myth means. Uh, what you think about myth and this was uh, when you said uh, what is a good person so like good people uh, good things happen to good people when you said actually like what what they think that good is what you think that good is so yeah there's probably like i wonder how much of that plays into this the word thing because Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the reasons why people mistake certain advices is because they make mistake certain words. Like, for example, like mm-hmm. when they hear vulnerability or being vulnerable, they automatically go to a place of like sad, tragic mm-hmm. trauma and things like that, right? Okay. And they don't think of like, you know, they don't think of things like things that are embarrassing or like, you know, like things yeah. that I just don't want to admit to or uh, yeah. stupid stuff. And it's, it's because uh, or the things that like uh, I'm afraid to do, I'm afraid to mm-hmm. say, mm-hmm. <clears throat> because I think we automatically assume that that's what that word means. So we need to be really careful about like when we say a certain word. Yeah. Like good person. What does that really mean? Yeah, when you ask, I wrote that down uh somewhere like um good, weak, strong. Um I don't know where I wrote that. Anyway, uh so when you said it, like mm, I don't know actually what the how to say what is a strong person or what is and you know how to actually say what is behind this word you know even it's so stupid word like a good person or weak person what means weak person so i don't know what what's weak person I, uh, well i think the truth is that everybody has a different definition of those yeah and that's where that's why i think a lot of times advice has come off wrong or people take misunderstand and so that, yeah. if there is no agreement, then I need to choose one for the sake of what I want to say. I mean, if or, people... mm-hmm. 
what I'm doing is like I'm looking at what people because I, I think when people say do what you love, right? Or follow your passion, I think what they mean is do what you care about, something that's meaningful to you. Mm-hmm. And that means you're going to have to do a lot of shit that you don't like to do in order to achieve that <laughs> thing that you love, right? Something like that. I think yeah. that's what they mean. But I think most people mistake, misunderstand, do what you love. Uh, okay, okay a, a perfect one is this. Like We talked about this last week. Fake it till you make it. When most people hear that, they misunderstand that to be like, fake it. Mm-hmm. But that's not what fake it till you make it actually means right like fake it till you make it means you actually do have to still try to make it (laughs) right (laughs) but people just do the fake it part right so that means that phrase is misunderstood Mm -hmm. do you understand what i mean so and then i just like when you say good person i think the word good person is misunderstood right like i think in, in our society we think that if we're selfless and just keep doing things for other people in those kind of situations, that that's, that's what makes a good person. Yeah. But a good person can also be weak person in according to that definition. So what we're trying is we're just trying to clarify the word good doesn't necessarily like weak doesn't mean necessarily mean good. Like you can be weak and you can be bad. Yeah. This is where, I don't know if you talked this through before or mm-hmm. this naturally comes to you, but uh, for me, it's not uh, so smooth to after see that after I see that sentence to start think about, okay, what is the opposite of good is a good person. Is it a bad thing? I guess it's like a, yeah, it's, I mean, it's like an existing topic that people talk about, right? Like morality, you know, like when, when you go to church or like you talk about, when you talk about religion, you talk about something, you always talk about what's good versus evil and those type of things, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like, it's not too far from that, right? Like, and I've heard like Jordan Peterson talk about like how, you know, Right now, like, like the the feminist movement is trying to make men weaker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not necessarily make, making the men better. They're just making them weaker because they think that weak means good, right? But the truth is, like, you know, he he talks to, he talks about how in Beauty and the Beast, like, how Gaston is that version, right? He's like the version of like the toxic masculinity. The, mm-hmm. the, he, he's like strong, but he's also bad, <laughs> right? Whereas in like, if you look at Beast, it, Beast is kind of like the necessary, necessary, necessary masculinity where you need, you still need strong men to fight other toxic men, right? Otherwise you let the psychopath <laughs> take over basically. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. But then that, strong man still has to be good right but if that man if you were just good but weak there's nothing you you can't fight against gaston you're, you're useless basically do you understand what i mean yeah yeah so that goes to show kind of talking about i guess that's when uh, i first heard well, the now concept of, now like, feminists or 
you have coaches and therapists they're speaking about uh, narcissism they are trying to fight gaston actually um yeah yeah exactly gaston is like that narcissist yeah but then we should embrace some someone like you know the beast right like, yeah so do you have that do you, do you know how how can i find that link where you watched it just google like jordan peterson beauty and the beast <laughs> <laughs> <Really>? <laughs> Okay. But I mean, I guess that's where I heard that. And then with with the people always talking about good and evil. And then I guess I've also experienced like, okay, like me being a little bitch and not firing this guy <laughs> is actually not me being good or kind. That's mm -hmm. just me being weak, right? So it's like, I feel like once you experience it once, it hits you even harder. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if Jordan Peterson said that, and I haven't experienced this, I'll be like, oh, what are you talking about? That sounds stupid. But then because I've actually experienced it, it's like, oh, shit, that hurts even more. And then you learn a bigger lesson out of that. Mm -hmm. mm, so I will wrote down, I mean, I don't have many things on this paper, yeah. but... Um, this is uh, why don't you try like all different versions of it and try this sometimes i do this what i'll make a carousel okay like completely draft like oh it's like doesn't even make sense whatever right okay. and i'll make a copy of it and i'll do a second version and i'll make a copy of it in second version and so on and so on and so on and sometimes i'll have like 20 different versions of this iterations of the same carousel okay but then from there it, it just kind of becomes clear like or where it's going. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? And okay. it also becomes clear what's not working. So <clears throat> I'll do my best to try that. Do uh, your best. That's all I ask. <laughs> so one <laughs> one more thing that I, I I'll try. I I know that I should have like a specific person. Like who and what. So I'm aware of that. But still, my topics are too broad. But when my client come to therapy and when we talk, I have much more specific insight because sometimes they come with some myth and I reply something about that. So maybe I should have... So this is one what I want to try it out, but I don't know if I will do it. So this is my thoughts. Uh, to make a meat truth sandwich for my client. Yeah. Because I'm already doing that. Try to like come up with those examples, like, you know. And I think that's a really good practice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um so and then also like mm -hmm. yeah. But I would say also what you said is true about like when you when you make it about a specific person, those examples become much more clear. And I also think it becomes easier to do when mm -hmm. you think of a specific person. Um, so uh, what I want to say also 
is I think that when you kind of mix things around, when you create that Mitrit sandwich, or, or right now when you did um, like two examples, and I will read it to you. Uh, let me ask you, there's the first thing. If you lend money to a friend, even though you can't afford to, then mm -hmm. does that make you a good person? Then the other example, if you give your child an iPad every time they ask, does that make you a good person? So this kind of, these things, this is kind of a, I don't know, like a, one technique or like one way to, to do it. So what I want to to pay attention to, is there some repetition? Because I come with one uh, meat truth sandwich that is a, like a blunt. You have a myth, you have example, you have the truth. But you kind of mix things some way. And I, I think there is some order to it. Maybe you're not aware of it, uh, but uh, I want to list that Explore. or something yeah when <laughs> yeah. when i see that you know yeah that's a good good question i don't know maybe because it looks like you you repeated that uh so many times that you don't know why you're doing that it's just nicer yeah um, but uh it has it's a pattern and there is like i think limited number of patterns you're using mm -hmm. but you're not aware of them can you find them my assumption so this is one <laughs> and i will i will write that down so yeah <laughs> so yeah, i'll have true. my i don't know pattern bank <clears throat> or something yeah we just have to do this for a while and then i eventually yeah. we'll we'll figure it all out yeah. It's just like nobody has the patience to do this work. I feel like. But anyway, thank you, Yelena. Thank you for everyone for tuning in. I'll see you all next week. Cheers. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>